From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, thank you for taking time to be with us today and tuning in to the broadcast here from the Poor House to the Palace. It's a blessing and a joy and a privilege to be with you each and every day on this station from Monday through Friday. And I uh, hope that it's been an encouragement and help to you and hope, hope that uh, as we've gone through the book of Zechariah, that when you come to this place in your Bible reading, you'll have a little more understanding. And I understand you're not going to remember everything that you hear, uh, but you might uh, have a little more knowledge and, and have a little more remembrance. And that's, uh, that's w- something that we all need. We need to keep growing in in this grace and this knowledge. And uh, so uh, we're looking today, as we've been looking at the menorah, the spirit-filled life, and how, how do I know that I'm filled with the spirit? Well, there's a couple places that we can go to. In Acts chapter 19, uh, the first seven verses, the Bible says that it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. Paul came to Ephesus and found 12 men who had some knowledge of Christ. And these men believed, but they believed in part, not in the whole. They were baptized in repentance for Messiah was coming, the baptism of John the Baptist, but they never who heard who the Messiah was, was. They did not know that Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah, the anointed one of God, the Christ. And when, Paul, and when Paul expounded to them that Jesus was the object of their faith, they were baptized again. The first time they were baptized, it was done as an act of preparation and partial fulfillment. The second time followed the conscious knowledge of making Jesus the specific object of their faith. And Paul laid his hands on them symbolically, not sacramentally, okay? And they received the Holy Ghost along with apostolic signs and evidences of tongues and prophecies. Now, you and I do not live in apostolic times. Our signs and evidences are shown to us. One, we have uh, the, the miracle of the Bible completed in its canon of scripture that they did not have. And the Bible tells us what our signs and wonders are in Galatians chapter 5. In Galatians chapter 5, we are given the 18 works of the flesh and told that those are no longer for us. And because I am saved, uh, if we live in the spirit, let us, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. What is my walk in the spirit? What is my evidence? How do I know that I am filled with the Holy Spirit? Here it is. When you have life, all life recreates itself. It bears fruit. And the fruit of the spirit in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23 is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, faith, meekness, temperance against, uh, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. Now listen to me. These are even greater miracles uh, than tongues and prophecies. Is a Christian who lives and bears the fruit of the Spirit. And it's sad that today we have many people that believe in Jesus Christ in their head, 
but not their heart. And their walls, wells without water and clouds without tempest, the Bible says, and winds without rain. And uh, they, they live for Christ while dying apart from Christ. And many uh, come to the church and are familiar with Christ. They're familiar with his songs, with his terminology and his doctrine, and they have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. And uh, they have never been born again by the Spirit of God. They have never abandoned themselves wholly to faith in Christ. They are attached to an idea about, about Christ and knowledge of Christ, but he is only their personal profession, not their personal possession. And they need to add repentance to faith. And many are like these 12 men from Ephesus in Acts chapter 19. They've come part way, but not all the way. They've halted. Let me ask you something. How far have you come? Are you fruitful? Uh, do you have knowledge of Christ or have you been born again? Because if you're born again, the Holy Spirit has indwelled you and he fills you with all his fillness to bear fruit. The Spirit has come. The Bible says so. He is here. He is personal. He is powerful and he is present. Does your life exist in love and joy and peace? Your relationship towards God, long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness, your relationship towards mankind, and faith, meekness, and temperance, your relationship within yourself. The Spirit controls your relationship to God, to others, and within yourself. Do those attributes define and describe your life? If so, that's a good litmus test, litmus test to the testify of your fullness of the Spirit. And if not, if these are not the marks, the hallmarks of your character and your Christianity, you need to be filled. You are filled. Now, let me tell you something. You're going to be filled with something. You might be filled with the world, the flesh, the devil, apathy, bitterness, carnality, and that list goes on and on. Or you can be emptied of self. You can die to self and say, Lord, I want to crucify the flesh today. And uh, John R. Rice used to say, uh, when you get up in the morning, you got to crucify self and nail him to the cross. And when you get up the next morning, he said, you're going to find that old booger slip down and you're going to have to nail him back up there again. I, I rejoice by your protestings. I die daily, Paul said. Lord, I don't want to have any life, any will of my own, only the will of the Father in the fullness of the Spirit, the Spirit of Christ living in me to fulfill the will of God for my life today. There is what God has done in me, and then there is what God wants to do with me. And the fullness is for the work of faith, not the being of faith. See, God fills me so that I can work at the works of him that sent me. And God wanted to fill their lives and work with the Holy Ghost. And it destined them for success and freed them from all failure. It would level mountains. In an inseparable verse from verses 2 and 3, they are irrevocably yoked together. And if we die to self daily and, and keep ourselves empty, we will never lack fresh oil. We need Holy Spirit-filled Christians. They, we need the Holy Spirit's filling. Uh, it was needed. It was prophesied in Zechariah's day, and it needs to be amongst God's people today. I hope and pray that you will be filled over and over and over again. I hope every day, you know what, it, being filled with the Spirit, it's like getting a tank of gas. And when you get up in the morning, uh, you get you get a tank of gas and you fill it up and you go to work, you come home. And you know what? Uh, with the Holy Spirit, you get up the next morning. Do you have a quarter tank? Yes. Do you have some left from the day before? Probably. But that quarter tank ain't going to get you through a whole day. You need to, you need to fill the tank up again. 
you need to be emptied again and uh, it's it, you don't uh, you don't want to rely on yesterday's spirituality and yesterday's grace you need a present grace and a present filling and today is the day that you should say hey please lord jesus fill me today with the holy spirit to be pleasing in your sight and fulfill your will and i'll tell you what that's practical doctrine that's that's doctrine that has a practical application for your life and your Christianity. I hope I hope you'll be filled with the Spirit on a daily basis. And uh, you join us tomorrow. We're going to begin going through verses four and s- through six. We've spent all this time just in the first three verses. We're going to begin going into verses four and six and looking at the two witnesses. And you join us tomorrow as the Lord gives you an opportunity. No longer a pauper. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor-